welcome to Make Change Fun and Easy with your happiness expert, Samia Bano. This is the podcast to help change makers, coaches, trainers, and healers break your chains of fear so you can create the impact and income you desire with fun and ease. Please make sure you subscribe to enjoy every episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Hello, salam, shalom, namaste, sasirkal, aloha, hola, ciao, bonjour, buna, and privyat. It's really, really awesome to be with you again, and I am really happy today. Well, for many reasons, one of them is that we have an awesome guest for our show today, and it's Jane Lorenz, who's a book publisher and business strategist. Welcome, Jane. Welcome, ciao. Buongiorno, Samia. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. And I will ask you to jump right in by telling us more about who you are and what you do. <laughs> well, first, I have to tell you, I got all sorts of chills just listening to you with your uh, opening introduction with all those languages. That is so beautiful. And, um, you know, it just it just makes you aware that the world is getting smaller every day and um you know there's so many things to be grateful for that we're all able to connect and hopefully inspire each other and learn from each other so thank you again for this opportunity <laughs> thank you thank yeah you. <laughs> so yeah i started my publishing company after working as an empowerment coach um using my intuitive gifts and abilities um just you know sh sharing my life story really how i overcame uh just really you know a devastating illness i had been diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and i just was unable to function much less hold down my job so you know it was a long road but thankfully i was able to go into remission and it's basically gone at this point and um yeah so you know pain-free pill-free you know all of it and i'm really really yeah thank you i'm really one of the lucky ones i'm so blessed and um you know and i found myself in this space where it's like okay i got my old life back and it's a great life you know so blessed with my husband and our two beautiful healthy children you know but there was that part of me that just wanted more mm. and i i tried to go back to just working and doing my thing and it just like there was just that nagging voice like you know i want more there's more there's more and then you know luckily the economy burst <laughs> the real estate bubble just exploded uh back in 07 08 and so i found myself without a job again and you know all that stress was just causing me to have flare-ups uh, you know even more so i found myself going back on that on that on that merry-go-round on that hamster wheel that i fought so hard to get off of and i was like no 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 no, no. there's got to be another way there you know there has to be something something else and um 
I just, I, you know, I just happened to get an invitation somehow in my email to listen to this energy healer on, on a, on a telesummit, which was like, you know, pre podcast days. Right. And, uh, I just was intrigued. And, you know, I, I say all the time, you know, telesummits changed my life. It opened up a whole new world that I didn't even know existed. And I found ways to shift my energy, shift my mindset, my thoughts and beliefs. And, you know, just the every day, day after day, things just started to get a little bit better than the day before. And yeah, so that's what, you know, I ended up hosting summits myself. And then, like I said, I, I got into quote empowerment coaching and then women started asking me you know uh how do you you know how did you get started in your business i want to do what you do so then that led to that and then i was invited to participate in a group book you know to contribute a chapter in a best-selling anthology and i had a thought like you know one day i'd like to do that too you know bring together my own group of of women sharing our stories of transformation and empowerment and so a few years later i was connected with a woman that would i mean at the time i just thought she'd help me bring that dream to life and instead during the phone call she says to me well you know how about this how about instead of just you know putting together a book for you why don't i just coach you teach you everything i've learned over the last two decades and get you set up with your own publishing house and i was just like wait what how did you know, like, and like an idiot, I said yes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> just no, didn't even think. I just, okay. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of that movie, Legally Blonde. Like, you know, you got into Harvard, and she's like, "Why is that hard?" <laughs> like, who, you know, when I think about, it, like, who do you think you are? But here I am. <laughs> so you just gotta say yes. Got you just have to say yes when the inspiration strikes when when your body just lights up at you know whatever the the proposition is it's up to you to really to jump and say yes and oh. i did and here we are yes i i i think what you just said right now made so much sense to me about you know we hear propositions all the time we are given so many different offers to do this to do that but the ones that light you up those are the ones to really go for even if it doesn't make sense in the moment <laughs> like for you you're like what i've never published a book yet ever so how am i going to do this but it hit home for you in some way in a deeper way your heart knew that this was the way forward oh it's awesome. yeah. oh thank you <laughs> thank you yeah yeah you know they say when the when the student is ready the teacher will appear you know and i just i remember there was a while there that i would be like yeah i wasn't even thinking about books or publishing at the moment but just in general like who's my next coach like how do i you know bring my business to the next level kind of thing and i was logically looking for my next teacher instead of becoming that version of me that would call 
her or him in. So yeah, yeah it's been really, yeah, it's been really interesting, the journey so far. <laughs> That's really, really amazing. Tell me more about your book publishing company, your methodology, like what sets you apart from other book publishers or traditional book publishers. Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you're getting value out of it. For your information, this episode has been sponsored by the Happiness 101 program. Are you a change maker, coach, trainer, or healer? Are chains of fear holding you back from making the impact and income you desire? Using a unique combination of positive psychology and the spiritual wisdom of our most effective change makers, the Happiness 101 program helps you break through your limiting beliefs and manifest the abundance and success you desire with fun and ease. Interested? Book a free Happiness 101 exploration call with me, your happiness expert, Samia Vano. Just use my online calendar link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. Well, as an independent publisher, I'm pretty much a, a, a combination of a traditional and self-publishing aspect of the industry. So in the sense that we do the heavy lifting for you, you know, as opposed to self-publishing, having to figure out everything on your own. And then the difference with, you know, between us and the traditional publishing companies is that you don't need a literary agent. You don't have to submit a book proposal and you don't have to face that fear of rejection, which the majority of aspiring authors do. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're able to just, you know, skip to the head of the line and we create a really, you know, not only a, a, a shelf worthy book, but a viable book, meaning, you know, it, it, it packs a punch. It, it has a message in it. It's not just the fluff piece that we glorify, which, you know, unfortunately a lot of other independent publishers do that as well. Right. So, but I, I take pride in what we do and i i like to say that we're more like a publishing boutique because we create unique one-of-a-kind books and experiences because i do believe that every book is as unique as its author so no cookie cutters you know we follow a formula we follow a bit of a structure but um yeah every author is different so I have some authors that want to write a book to memorialize their life story. You know, that's really, you know, and I find that a lot in, in women that are older, you know, in their fifties and sixties to dream that they've had their whole lives, you know, and so faced with their mortality, you know, it's like racing the clock kind of thing. And, um, but then there are other women in their thirties and forties that, you know, they have a story to tell so far. They don't want to wait until, you know, they're older to then share the whole thing at once. So it's the difference between an autobiography and a memoir. You know, the autobiography is your whole life story, whereas a memoir is like a, a moment in time, like a snapshot. 
right? And then there are some women that want to use their book and leverage it in their business, which is basically my niche these days, you know? And uh, so using your book as that marketing masterpiece, if you will, and just using that as an alternative to a business card, like in the old days, or a website, you know, like who, who wants to go sit and read someone's website, but a book, it gives you that, that credibility and that authority, right? It's just, it's, it's, it's prestigious. It's, it's withstood the test of time. And, um, you know, to me, it, it, it means you mean business. Mm. Indeed, indeed. Again, you've made so many excellent points. <laughs> and I'm just thinking about how so many coaches and trainers and healers that I've been interviewing for this podcast over the last year. So, um, I mean, we all have websites. It's like we're still in a place in our culture where you're expected to have a website, but People don't really pay attention to websites anymore. <laughs> and, exactly. Yeah. And most of my coaches and all, they they say, oh, sh- make, please make sure to share my Instagram handle or my Facebook, uh, ha- you know, page <laughs> or whatever, because people are way more engaged with people in, in, in those kinds of other, other platforms. Yes, yes, exactly. And at the same time, don't send me to Instagram because you won't see me for a couple hours. Like I just get sucked into that vortex, Um, just watching people's videos. And it just, yeah, it's, you know, the thing with books is that um, I, I remember, you know, years ago going to live events with a lot of other speakers and coaches, right? And, uh, I've, you know, I, I remember at this one event, there were like over 500 people there and they had vendors, like at least 50 vendors there. And I met so many wonderful women that I still see from time to time on Facebook, you know, depending on what the algorithm is doing. There's this one woman that I will always remember because I have her book on my shelf. All the other ones with their, you know, business card or their brochure, their glossy postcard or, you know, their links and this and that, you know, it, it, it's gone. It's an, I've never thrown out a book. Like I just, you know, there's something just, I don't want to say sacred, but it's just so special. A book, a book is just so special. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I share that feeling with you. Like I have a very, very hard time. Like I never, I, I don't think I've ever right trashing a book i mean for years i wouldn't even give any of my books away me too but i yeah it it was like i am for not unfortunately like my family has had to move around for good reasons for good reasons but you know every time we needed an international move one of the one of the sad things that i had to do was part with so many of my books because 
in the context of an international move, it just wasn't possible to take all yes. this with me. Yes. On, um, yes. There's still books I miss so much that I, I have know. in my library in India and oh. Pakistan and. Oh yes. Oh, I know I know what you mean. You know, when we moved back to New York after living in Florida for 13 years, we scaled down a lot, you know, especially because my by that time my furniture had just gotten to be so old and the thought of paying thousands of dollars to you know, um, so yeah, we 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 just brought with us the bare minimum and I have boxes of books the classics you know like some of some of them that are just like no they're coming with me like like my jewelry <laughs> um not even my kids or the cats like yeah yeah i can come back for them but um but yeah so you know for two years we were unable to go to florida to visit my parents because of you know the, the pandemic and everything and i swear to you smia around november december i was so giddy about the thought of going back to my parents' house and opening up those book boxes, like I fantasized about it. I was more excited about seeing my books than I was seeing my family. <laughs> oh. Well, you've been in touch with your family, if not in yeah. person, person or the phone, <laughs> online. Right, right. The books, we haven't had a chance oh, to touch them, God. smell them, yes. read them. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. And a few books that, like you said, you know, regret giving away because I mean, I just love them so much. Like Eat, Pray, Love. I, I just love that book so much. I gave it to my neighbor and she never gave it back. And it just like, there was like a hole in my personal library, like energetically. I was just like, yes. oh, I bought it again. I mean, I didn't read it again, but it's there. It's, I mean, it's right there. I could see it. Like it's, it's. Yeah, and that's I one of the ones that made the move. <laughs> oh yes, I've done yeah. that too. I, I I I actually eventually started keeping like records, like a library, because I was like I keep losing my books in the sense that I would share them with people and then they would not be returned, and I'd literally feel that hole. <laughs> yes. uh, you know, like I'm missing my uh, the, uh, my book. And so yeah. I actually yeah. have bought second copies, um, you know, just to fill in my library again. And these days, I, I've been really enjoying more and more just getting e-books um, because I'm like, okay, I can take these with me wherever I go. Yes, 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 it's true. Um, and I'm very selective about the books. Like, I have to really, really want to read that book in order to get it as an ebook because yeah. it's it's that impulse buy, you know, like, I can't uh -huh. wait two days on Prime, like, I need it now, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and curiously enough, I do end up getting the paperback as well. I just, because I'm, I just love holding a book, you know. Yes. Oh my yeah. God. That's such an excellent point. That's such an excellent point. It's like, do you see that in the industry there is uh, any kind of a trend in terms of where things are moving? Are our physical books still still like a thing? Is it still important to publish a physical book, or is 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 the industry just moving more towards just having ebooks? Like, what's going on there? Yeah, I personally, I I still see both. 
you know and so uh so i would say it's about the same it's just it i think it's just having the ebook is just an additional mm. but i think for the most part um it's you know the ones that are ebook you know standalone ebooks i don't think they're as impactful uh, over the the long term you know they don't have that longevity you know that that i've seen a lot of other books yeah yeah and what about like from um like for people who want to use their book as part of their branding for their business if you just have a standalone ebook um how is that from a branding perspective from a marketing strategy perspective it's fantastic because and we publish both so we we do done for you with a physical book and an ebook that's available on on a Kindle app and then we also do uh full color and we also do hardcover as well right so um as far as using your book in your business i think for me it's like a, it's like a a beautiful manual right it's um it's a way of of connecting with someone so like i'll be talking to people and be like oh that reminds me of alex's story in the group book that i published like go read that chapter like and i'll just send them the whole pdf of you know the 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 entire book um and then a lot of times say and you know if you want the hard copy then you know let me know and i'll and i'll send that to you as well um but yeah it's very excuse me it's very uh beneficial because like i said it's um it's it, in an ebook you're able to include links as well so then you have live links that they could just click through and it takes you right to wherever you happen to be hosting those links so preferably a website or some kind of landing page so it's just so much fun like it's so different than when you and I were growing up reading books it's like we only had like paper books and right right and there's books that have pictures in them and I refuse to get the ebook cuz I want to look at the pictures <laughs> yes um, interesting mm-hmm. though that you mentioned ebooks and pictures because I recently had the experience of of getting an ebook that actually had moving pictures in it you know mm-hmm. which was like really really cool it was a harry potter related book oh <laughs> nice that by the moving pictures makes sense but oh, that's um, fantastic yes uh, so I, I i'm really starting to uh, appreciate ebooks very very much and i see your point about having a physical book too because for sure there's something irre- irreplaceable about yeah. uh, uh about a physical book and uh i think also sometimes just from a branding perspective like i know when i wrote my book i have a ebook version of it on kindle um and pdf version available in other places as well but until i felt myself holding the physical copy of my mm. physical book uh, yeah. for some reason there is like this um i don't know maybe it's just the kind of person that i am that grew up loving yeah yeah the books but 
there is just something not real about being an author until I was holding the holding the physical book yes, and um, yes. and I think in general also there is that that perception maybe like uh, like if you're thinking now from a branding perspective there if you have a physical paper book that you can like hold in your hand like when you walk up on stage for example or if you have a booth that you have set up um, yes. and you have your yeah. physical book there printed out it just yes yes a, a greater impression yeah yeah it leads it leads a greater air of 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 you know, I guess accomplishment or authority, right? At the end of the day. And uh, yeah, and you know, and regardless what book I'm reading, I, maybe it's just something about me, but um, I'm able to have like a, a, a recall. I'm able to uh, have like a photographic memory kind of thing happen where I'll read something that's so powerful and impactful you know, I remember reading Pillars of the Earth, right? Like that book just took my breath away on so many levels. I mean, oh God, that's like one of my favorite books ever. And I remember like reading and like, oh, and looking up and like finding myself like, oh, I'm in this room and I can still recall that moment where I was when I read that part of that book. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so powerful. I think the yeah. physical book, for me, um, it, it creates an even more intimate mm. connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I can keep talking with you on this for a long time. You're clearly both book lovers, which I absolutely love. <laughs> and I love that, you know, you yes. do book publishing with this love. That is so, that is just so amazing. Um, but just to keep the conversation yes yes forward, <laughs> uh, can you talk a little bit about like maybe what are one or two of the top challenges that you help your clients through in the context of publishing their books and and then we can talk about what you do to help them solve those problems. <laughs> I'd love to. Thank you. Yeah. So basically the main thing is I help them finish their book, right? Like help them get it ready to go to print and, and publish, right? So I've worked with all kinds of authors at, at different stages of their writing process so the first is like you know uh helping someone organize all their thoughts <laughs> all their notes all their notebooks over the years and 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 just to um just kind of organize it in some way that gives them a jumping off point to keep going so from that point we like to put together a rough table of contents right so of course the table of contents you can always rearrange all the you know chapters and whatever order needs to be but for example i had one client recently that she had all these notes but all handwritten so the first step was for her to type them into a word doc and then from there we we've been editing it together and it's crazy because you know when she finally transcribed all her notes into a Word doc, she's only up to like maybe page 36. Oh, so wow. she's got a bit of a way to go. Mm. But the thing is, 
she now that she got that part out of her system so to speak it's opened up her creativity on so many other levels that she's just banging out the chapters now you know so so that you know so that's one aspect of what i help my authors with and then um the the next part oh, i'm sorry again oh, yes i just had a quick question that was uh coming no, to sure. mind so for people is it just like a personality thing in terms of um pe- some people would write by hand and then get it transcribed later but some people might want to just type things in um is it like just a personal choice preference or is there like have you found an actual difference in the quality of the writing the experience of the writing whether you do it on the computer or handwritten yeah the majority of the women that i've worked with have all started out handwriting journaling daydreaming just you know writing down ideas and thoughts that pop into their heads and then it just grew from there yeah 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 cool cool yeah yeah asking asking if you had had any experience or thoughts in that because i actually remember reading some research that when you handwrite something it utilizes a different part of your brain than when you are typing and when you are yes. typing it you you are tapping more into the logical rational side of your brain versus when you are handwriting you're tapping into the more creative side of your brain i thought that yeah. was like really fascinating it is I, and i've heard that too i have i I've, i've heard that too but based on my own experiences because sometimes like uh, a lot of my emails or my social media posts those i you know i might get an idea and then jot it down really quick but then i go in and i finish it as i type and yeah i used to really uh, you know like i would have died on that hill with that theory that it's it's more powerful coming out you know because they do you know the head the heart and then your arms and then the pen but then there's your fingers that are also doing the typing so then that that kind of like um you know disproves that theory right so yeah yeah i think i think a lot of times it's uh more generational you know depending how old you are what age you are right i didn't have computers growing up and i didn't have a typewriter until i was in high school so <laughs> you know so all my all my writing all my doodling my whole life has just been you know pen and paper yeah that makes sense yeah and thank you and for and i couldn't wait to start yeah. oh no i was just thanking you for taking oh you welcome from me <laughs> Yeah. Please go ahead. Please go ahead. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I I couldn't wait to start writing with pen. I remember I was in 3rd grade and we were all still in pencil and you know, the teacher had to approve your penmanship and that was your reward to uh graduate to to pen. and uh i was one of the first and i was like i just felt so grown up like i can write with pen now. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, and I had interrupted you previously when you were going to talk about a second challenge that people might face. 
Oh, sure, sure. Oh, it's not, it's not an interruption at all. It's a conversation. It's how it goes, right? <laughs> so thank you for that. Um, yes, yeah, so we were saying, so either ones that are uh, struggling to get started and then the ones that are just looking for some help, just finishing it, right? Finishing it strong. And so what I like to tell my clients, like when we're in the editing process, it's, you know, I'm not, here to rewrite what you wrote you know i just you know and not even all of it but maybe sometimes there's just like one sentence that just is like oh like you know like it could be a little bit more powerful so i like to call it zhuzhing you know we'll, we'll take what you wrote and i'll zhuzh it up for you you know i'll help you zhuzh it up so yeah and that's what we do oh very very helpful i must say very very helpful because oh my gosh i can't tell you how many times this has happened to me where i've written something out and then i will share it with people that i love and trust for feedback and be like hey yeah. you know what kind of impact is this making on you how does it make yeah. you feel uh, etc etc and sometimes they will suggest just the tiniest tweaks like something as simple as i've had this happen where they're like you know instead of saying uh xyz say the xyz and just the change from the uh to the the just made the statement so much more powerful and impactful yeah. you know yes it yes yes so tiny tweaks that make a huge difference yes yes oh i love that i love that yeah, yeah. and and i and that's the one thing i always tell my clients too or even just prospects that i have calls with just make sure whoever you end up working with that you do not give away your power because you know, right, how hard it is to first and foremost claim your voice, to, to finally have that courage to say, you know, I'm, I'm ready to just expose all my 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 vulnerabilities, all my fears. And, and, and you know, just it's just it takes a lot of courage, you know, and the last thing you want is someone coming in and diluting it. That is an excellent point. So like hitting that, probably balance is not the right word, but you know, sort of staying alert that yeah. you, when you're getting help with the editing, that you, yeah. you you still make sure that any suggestions you accept still um, like leave the writing that is still authentically you. Yes, I yes, I agree. And and the the thing I'd like to add is that a lot of my clients are international that their first language is not English. So, you know, there's there's that aspect of it. So, I'm able to see I don't call myself a developmental editor because that just puts too much pressure on me to be creative, right? But what it is is that I'm able to intuitively tap into you your energy, your message, and 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 together we extract, like we literally, you know, flesh out what it is that you're you're wanting to say and and help you say it in the most powerful way. If you need that help, because like I said, the, the women that come to me, they're you know they're ready to go. Right. But there's all you know nobody's perfect. No, there's nobody's perfect. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Tell me a little bit more about 
who or what a developmental editor is. I've never heard that language before. Yeah, yeah. So basically, develop development. They'll take what you write and expand it. You know, and a lot of times it's it be it's the difference between let's say um, somebody in elementary school writing a story and then having someone in high school rewrite that story. Like they add just you know goes from one paragraph to a whole page. <laughs> so and of okay. course it it enhances it, mm-hmm. but there's that risk of. Of di- it's almost like a ghostwriter at that point. Right, that's the word that yeah. was in my mind. Yes, 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 yes. 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 That yeah. process I'm more familiar with. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Okay, yeah. so I just learned something from you that yeah. number one, <laughs> there's this thing called developmental editors. Uh, yes, but also. Uh, it it says that there are different kinds of editors. So maybe you can yes. look at at what kind of an editor do you really need? Yes, yes, exactly. And I highly recommend a basic editor for everyone. For mm. everyone, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> When I was publishing my book. my publisher i mean essentially my book is also like self published in the sense that i have retained the rights to all my content and i yes. keep 100% of the process That's very important book. yep yes. we do that too yes. yes yes and and my english is pretty good and so forth but my uh, my editor was like there there are things that you don't even realize where you have made errors in in your writing just from a grammar grammar perspective or punctuation perspective things like that yes and yes was like make sure you get at least a basic editor exactly <laughs> like clean up the manuscript clean it up yes yeah yeah it was very yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was it was very helpful very helpful yes absolutely absolutely Cool. So is there anything else that you want to share with us right now uh, for people in terms of what else can they do to make publishing their own book more fun and easy? Mm. So, you know, my my biggest piece of advice and I really hope everyone, you know, takes it to heart is if there is a story that you're wanting to memorialize, that you're wanting to make sure that it lives on long after you're gone, you know, just just write it for now. Just write it down. You know, go buy a notebook at the dollar store and just write it down. Don't worry about typing it. Don't worry about making it pretty, you know. And then when you're ready, then you can explore your publishing options. And so the way that we make publishing fun and easy is that we do all the dirty work for you, right? So we get that all taken care of, so that because here's the thing: the women that I work with, they are busy. with not only you know raising the family but growing their business as well right so and i'm sure you know the, the beauty and and joy of delegating by now right so it's yeah. like you know focus on <laughs> exactly you know stay in your lane right samia you know so so why you know like 
that's where a lot of people get tripped up because especially in the self-publishing now you have to go learn about all that other stuff with you know even just the basic stuff i'm not even talking about the meta uh, you know the, the the metadata but the um just the formatting right just finding someone to format your book or you know and so we we do it for you but we also do it with you so you have final approval of everything you know the interior formatting like where are you going to put the page number you know along the bottom along the top on the side you know little things like that or the size of the book right like is it going to be a six by nine or a five by eight or you know um and then there's um the cover design you know and of course we take your idea and 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 we design beautiful full color photos and again all to your approval and and we allow you to retain your copyright because that is the number one mistake that is going to have serious repercussions for you know for forever <laughs> oh right yeah you yes. know. thankfully yeah. i didn't have to learn that lesson the hard way because oh. my sister did which was oh. very unfortunate for her mm. but she worked with a publisher who who was like um i don't know what she told my sister but she made it sound really good that she would have uh you know somehow like basically she ended up with with the rights over my sister's content and yes, yes. And, and somehow the way that she had talked to my sister about what that meant just sounded really good and like ooh, no perceived problems no perceived cons as and you know it was my sister's first time book publishing i'd never yeah. published a book as yet no one else in my family you know had that experience as yet and oh my gosh it was oh. terrible later on it was terrible later on oh gosh i'm so sorry that happened and yeah i've i've, I've heard those horror stories they come to me wanting you know to know what what how i can help and i said i i can't my hands are tied and especially when you're dealing with women that are taking their signature process their wow. their their program their 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 whole business and putting that into a book you know they can block you from yeah. creating programs and 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 courses or even you know an a live stream a webinar with any of that content in yes. it yes know? oh my gosh that's exactly the kind of problems my sister the nightmare started to yeah. run into so thank you thank you so yeah. much jane for sharing all of this and i wish i could keep talking with you because i'm learning i know so me much too. so much fun <laughs> me uh, too thank you so much this was fun and yes um we do have to wrap up for today uh but you know what maybe we'll bring you back and uh, Ooh, talk fun. more yeah i'm an open book <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> but i, I would love it. to thank you yes and everybody watching or listening go write your story down write that story down and uh you know because if i may you know i i remember my mom saying you know she was trying to remember the story that she used to hear as a kid about you know the town in sicily where they came from and she's like you know, she's getting frustrated she's like you know she goes when i was a kid i didn't want to hear it and now that i'm older there's nobody around for me to ask yes 
Oh, that's true. And we have lost so much history and so much wisdom. Even if it's like you know, writing down your mother's or your grandmother's recipes mm, uh, yes. in, in a book, that is so precious because mm-hmm. we have lost just in the last two years over this pandemic so many elders in our family and and now we think about oh this elder used to make this amazing dish that no one else made like them and yeah. uh, sometimes we have a recipe and sometimes we don't and it's super sad when we don't because uh, like you know you just like with the books and we were talking about how we have these memories uh, of reading the books and what we learn from the books that are so dear to us like you retain that memory of food that you have eaten that you really love and if you eat it years later you're like ah yes i remember eating this and loving you know Yes, the traditions, right? Because they're they're the the recipes that you you um, make for the yes. occasions that bring your whole family together. So they're extra special, you know. Yes. Yeah, and I uh, everyday recipes like my mom yeah. makes this most delicious veggie stew. It's not a fancy dish, but it's one of my favorite favorite mm. foods to eat. Yes, yes. Oh, good. Sounds yummy. You'll have to share that recipe with me. And you know, uh, the the second book that I published, Alaska's Wild Gourmet, is actually a memoir told through recipes. So there's a story, and then there's a recipe, and a full color photo that goes along with it. Because she had to have full color, and she had to have a photo for every recipe. Because I hate... When you get a cookbook yeah. and you only have like, you know, a couple of photos, like we were saying, it's like, I want to see what it's going to look, you know, because we connect, like, this is how we connect yeah. with each other yeah. visually and through our stories, content, you want information, like you, you want the recipe for that, you know, dish, you can Google it, you can find it, but it won't be the same, you know? And right. that's, 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 what's the difference. It's that's how we connect and we're able to then associate that recipe to a person. And it just, yeah. it lives in your heart. It lives in your heart forever. Oh, for sure. And, yeah. and I love the example that you gave of this person who not only gave recipes in the book, but gave the history and the story around it's so beautiful. It's yes. Beautiful. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And I love it. And I and I can't wait. I hope I get to do more of those because it was it was a lot. It was so different. You know, it was unique, right? So the leadership memoir. And you know, it just took on a different role because now she does speaking events mm. and she does cooking uh um presentations at yes. her speaking events. So nice. yeah, she's in Bali now yes 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 oh, amazing. So, yes so it comes from saying yes right it just comes from following that that desire that inspiration and the invitation when it shows up and just saying yes thank you again Jane and oh, thank you yes and namaste oh, thank you so much and for those of you who are listening are watching this interview please make sure to click on the links in the show notes we're going to include jane's links in there 
I'm going to include my links in there in case you want to get in touch with me also. Uh, but yeah, please check the links out in the show notes and connect with Jane. If you're even thinking about writing a book, you know, she can help you because she helps people who are even just starting out. So please reach out for help and support. And I really hope that you get to write your own book because it's amazing. And yes, until we connect next time, I just wish you lots and lots of peace and joy. Thank you.